Aloha and welcome. You're listening to Soul. I'm your host and author of Pay Me What I'm Worth. I'm glad you're here. For those who've been with us for over the years, we're eight years running now. Thanks for coming back. For those who are new, welcome aboard. This is part three of a four-part audio series featuring the best content from our Monday, September 11th, 2017, Pay Me What I'm Worth, Below Your Mind, Monday Call. Heads up, we record our classes and calls for two reasons. One, you're going to learn more by listening to the class you attend after attending it. You can reflect more. And two, when you start growing more healthy, wealthy, and wise, and you will, as you take our classes based on a decade's worth of experience, people start to notice your changes. When folks start noticing you're changing and you're growing and they're asking you what you're up to, just tell them that you're taking a class. Keep yourself focused on your growth. You can always tell people to go out to this station and listen to classes anytime. In this third part of our four-part audio series, we're going to tackle the mental B. S. We tell ourselves to avoid or resist stepping into our fullest potential. Get ready for some blunt conversations that include just a teeny bit of adult language. In this show, we also explore some tools on how to really engage your fullest potential. So it's time now to find something to take notes with. Here we go. Soul has another little treat for us. Soul, you would like to go ahead and provide us with a little treat just to help sear in tonight's topic, if you will. Now let's take a moment, and if you can, close your eyes. Take a deep breath or two. Feel your shoulders rise and fall. Feel your stomach expand fully and then release. I recommend to the count of four like this. One, two, three, four. That would be a breath in. And you release it the same way. Four, three, two, and one. And as you release your most recent deep breath, just be breathing normally. I invite you now to imagine a beautiful crystal vase sitting on a crystal picnic table out in the middle of an extraordinary field of flowers. The breeze is lightly blowing. The flowers look like they're dancing with each other. And imagine pouring the purest, cleanest water into this crystal vase that may be etched, carved, so that when it catches the sunlight, it sparkles like a diamond. And as you're envisioning the water going into this vase and you see the breeze playing with the flowers, you begin to spot which flowers you would like to harvest so that the vase is filled with a bouquet of lively color. And as you wander into the fields around you, harvesting the flowers that you would like to take home and cherish in this crystal vase, you begin to ever so mindfully cut each flower and hurriedly rushing back to the vase so that it can continue to drink and be sustained, knowing you have hastened its death. 
as you carry this beautiful bouquet of flowers into your home and you set it on a table where all can see and the sun is dancing on that vase and sparkling and effervescing and the flowers are dancing in the breeze, you take in an awareness that you must mindfully care for the rapid death of these flowers to savor them. And you're mindful of the fact that even though your attention and your care of those flowers may prolong them a little longer. The act of harvesting them has hastened their demise. And as you notice, over time, each flower begin to fade and wither, you can go back out into the field and harvest yet new flowers to replace them. But you become mindful that it's most likely better to leave the flowers dancing in the sun in that beautiful field, knowing that no matter what happens, no matter rain or shine, storm or calm, the life of those flowers will continue far beyond than if you were to harvest them and bring them into this beautiful vase, carefully tended for you each day with fresh water, love and attention. As you allow this vision of a sparkling vase filled with extraordinary flowers to slowly fade and drift away like the steam rising from a cup of coffee, disappearing into thin air, I invite you to replace the imagery of flowers with relationships. Relationships that we've chosen to harvest relationships that we've chosen willingly in an attempt to get to know ourselves, to get to know the world, that we've chosen in hopes that we will find a balance between body, mind, and spirit, giving and receiving. And just as the act of harvesting a flower, cutting it from its roots, shortens its lifespan, we become now mindful of the reality that when we choose to judge a relationship, we cut short its life. When we choose to sustain a relationship with the water of expectations, we rapidly diminish its life and its potential to bring us great happiness and joy. When we choose to allow a person to be who they are, remain grounded in whatever it is that they're grounded in, when we choose to let them to decide when it is time to release and fade an old habit that no longer serves them, or to embrace a trait that will help them prosper and grow, when we choose to allow them to find their own balance, we find our balance with ease and grace. As we come back into this moment in time, taking a few deep breaths once again to ground ourselves into this moment, 
opening our eyes and looking around and reflecting on the abundance that is around us in this very moment. The abundance of air. The abundance of gravity holding us in place and firming our step. The abundance of awareness that we are on a journey to learn and laugh and grow. I bow to you in gratitude. As I was listening, I realized that there was the one thing during the Pay Me What I'm Worth journey that definitely changed for me. We didn't even discuss it really that much, but it did change for me, and I don't even know how, but I used to drink a soda. I stopped drinking soda. I just drink water now. <laughs> I was talking to a friend earlier tonight, and she was talking about her daughter and how her daughter is having negative body image issues and causing depression and limits herself, doesn't really get involved in things. Senior year, she's a senior in high school, but she's absolutely beautiful exteriorly, and she's so talented. It reminded me times in my life when I was like, uh I don't want to go to this because I don't have anything to wear because I look so fat and everything and I'm not going to go. Or opportunities that I could have experienced, that I could have learned from things and, and opportunities for other people to, to meet me and benefit from, from things that I could share with them as a result of my inner judge. And when you were going through that guided meditation, I was thinking about that choice and making a commitment to choose not to do that ever again. That's something that has to be worked on. I don't think it's something you can just retire. I mean, I tried so many times to say... Bullshit. Absolute mental masturbation, Carl. You've been doing it since I've known you. And I'm coming down hard on you because I want Carl Davis to be leading a class where... 10,000 other Carl Davises who have extraordinary gifts like you do to wake up and get them out into the world. That's a fear factor thing, I think. With me, it is, anyways. What, what, what is it about you getting on a call where you call out other Carls that scares you? I don't really know if it scares me in that effect. It's just the act of, of doing it, I think... As I was growing up, I was dating scene, stuff like that. I, 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 I was future forward, future forward, future forward. What is it about Carl Davis? Carl Davis right now probably knows at least 10 other Carl Davises, 10 other men who are sitting there thinking their life isn't worth a hockey puck, and they're just getting by. I know that feeling very well because... There's points in time in my life, Carl, where I really honestly thought about suicide. Because what's the point of living? Well, unfortunately, it's one of those things that comes to mind a whole lot more when you're not able to get up and move and, and you hurt all day. And 
There are I, 10 other Carl Davises that hurt all day. And I want that Carl Davis to be there for those other Carl Davises. Well, that's not a hard thing to do. It's just getting the people that, that is willing to do the same thing and pay their way to do that. I mean, obviously, it's not a... These calls are free. It costs you nothing right now. You've spent more on your water than you've spent on the Pay Me What I'm Worth program. Absolutely. Absolutely. I. So part of tonight's call is that Christina wants us to have tools to use. I just asked you, starting this moment, right now, to look Carl Davis in the eyes, for Carl Davis to look into the mirror and smile at Carl Davis and say, hi, Judge. Thank you for everything you've helped me do, whether it's benefited me or not, it's not for me to understand right now. But right now, as a judge, I need you to become a diplomat because my life is changing. Well, to put that into perspective, a lot of the things that I've learned, I've learned and I've written it down on index cards. I've got one here that says, I love you, Kyle Allen Davis. And underneath of it, it says, I am deserving. These little reminders that I have beside me. I am deserving. And then my niece comes in and she wrote, we all love you. You are awesome. It's all positivity that I'm feeding my mind, so it's really getting a hold of me. It says, love yourself is another one. And uh, my niece says, you are my rock. I love you, you amazing man. Those are all things that are positivity, and I never had those as a child growing up. There wasn't little... Carl, Carl. You're yes. trying to solve an equation that's never going to be solved. Okay. It doesn't matter what happened 17 milliseconds ago. What matters is what are you going to do right now and going forward? That, I'm putting I'm, you on the spot that the next time somebody gives you a negative about you, you smile at them because they don't know shit about you. And I don't care if that person has been surgically attached to you, that they will be with you for the rest of their life, and you spend 23.5 hours a day nonstop talking and sharing story. They will still never know you. True? True. So anybody who tries to tell me, Christina, Marsha, Kareem, Chelsea, or anybody else, a negative about them. I hold in great sacred space because what they're actually doing is what, Christina? When someone voices a negative about you, Christina, what are they actually doing? They're talking about them. Bingo. They're showing their type of character. And when they do that, it, it gives me a chance to practice compassion. I came down a little bit hard on you, Carl, because... My goodness, man, you, you're still here with us. I, I didn't think I would ever get to have the blessing of having Carl back amongst our journeys together. But thanks to Marcia Sortino and her ever-shining smile and giggle, something happened where you decided to come back, and I'm delighted with that. I don't want to bounce you out. I, I want you back for more. I guess there was some kind of an attraction somewhere there, Marcia. Carl, right there, that's the key. This is something that I had to realize for myself. 
But it's not about a class. You have about a class. A That's not the point. It, no, it's about, it's about you doing, integrating what you're learning so that you attract more Carls, just like Marsha attracted you so well that you follow her wherever the hell she goes. Admittedly, she's my coach too. Admittedly, I admit it. But do you get the, do you get the concept? The more that I open my mouth, thing that I've that I've experienced, the more that I open my mouth, a, all that fear stuff that all that conversation I had going in my head. Oh my God, somebody's going to be looking at my hair. Somebody's going to be looking at my or what I got on. Somebody's going to be judging what I say. All of that stuff starts to fall by the wayside because what I receive. It's confirmation from other people that they wanted to hear what I had to say, that they needed to hear what I had to say, that they appreciated someone else saying what they wished they themselves felt comfortable saying. And every time Amen. I do it anyway, but listen, every time I do it anyway, it becomes second nature. The fear falls by the wayside. I receive. I continue to give. And I continue to attract more. And each one of us have the opportunity to do that. I think that's the key. It's a cycle, right? In order to attract, you have to vibrate at that vibrational level that will be an attraction to people. Carl, you have this mistaken belief you're not vibrating at that level. You are. Period. When you're in a training, imagine you have a backpack on your back and you're walking up a hill. And as you go up a hill, you put more rocks in that backpack. Eventually, it gets harder to go up that hill because that backpack is heavier. It's weighing you down. All this extra stuff, sometimes all this consider, all the vibrational stuff and all, and the cycle and all that stuff, that's another rock in your backpack. Just do it. Just step into it. Just take the action. Just be without all the consideration of how to go about doing it because that's just adding unnecessary weight to you. That's certainly what I've realized for myself anyway. Do you remember, Christina, when I asked you to lead tonight's call, how many different rocks you put <laughs> in your pack? I didn't put any, pack, any in my pack now, this time. However, if you had asked me to lead the call back when we first met or, heck, even a year ago, I'd have been going through all these considerations. I've got to make an outline. I've got to do some research. I've got to read this book. I've got to define an excerpt that fits. I would have tried to take on responsibility for this call, for everybody to walk away from this call with some mind-blowing aha moment that they can apply to their lives and change their lives. When you asked me this time, because I didn't have any hesitation. I didn't have any thoughts. I didn't have any stress. I didn't go start preparing a damn thing. Excuse my language. In other words, you forgot you haven't had a damn backpack. <laughs> yeah, I had no backpack. <laughs> and the reason is because I've suspended that false inclination that made me think that I had to take responsibility for everyone else doing their work. Nobody on this call has ever felt that way. Can you help us understand that? <laughs> <laughs> Control. There's a bit of self-centeredness in it. I'm speaking for myself. Take what you want to take and, and leave the rest. 
but there was some self-centeredness. There's that whole, I want somebody to affirm that I've helped them in some way. And then I had to ask myself, well, why does somebody need to affirm that I've helped them? Then, in fact, I'm making it about me if I need someone to affirm that I've helped them. And that's not my goal. I just want to be of service, and the best way that I can be of service is to be an example and actually share that example. Because if I don't share it, then for me, I'm being selfish. Because for me, my example can, set, can actually help someone. And I don't need affirmation to that fact, to know that I have certainly moved in my life. I've certainly gotten to a happier place in my life. I'm less stressed out. I have less angst. I no longer feel like I'm being taken advantage of because I'm allowing myself to be taken advantage of because I set myself out on the side of the road and said, hey, here's a sign, come take advantage of me. I'm not doing that anymore. And the reason that I'm not doing that anymore is because I'm integrating this stuff into my life. I don't care if you believe it or not because I'm telling you it has worked for me. <laughs> yeah. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid point you're bringing up for Carl. I mean, Carl, you got to understand whether or not you decide to run a conversation or not with even one other person, I'm never letting you off the hook. And when Christina, Kareem, Marsha, Chelsea, whoever else has been in class, do you understand that even though I might give you the illusion I've let you off the hook, I've never, and I never will, let you off the hook. I kind of like the conversations where we just get on and whatever subject, come, subject matter comes up, we can discuss it. And I don't have to have a script because who knows what's gonna, what I'm going to learn tonight. And that's how I approach it. I wonder what I'm going to learn tonight. I wonder what somebody else might learn from me. I don't know. I don't have a life script to tell you the truth. <laughs> so I think that's how I've been conducting myself, and that really helped me with some balance because that control freak in me has calmed down a lot. Do you know, Marsh, when we first started Pink Clarity, mm-hmm. I spent weeks in awe. I was like, can why can't I just be like Marshall? Like, why can't I just be carefree? Whatever's coming, I'm going to have faith and just roll with it. Like, I want to be like that. How the hell does she do that? I think part of it is divine intervention kind of put me in situations where I had to just give up, release it all. Okay, here I am. (laughs) Now what do I do with myself? I have to balance life just like everybody else. I go through that juggling act. The most important thing is that I chose that I will be happy through every situation, no matter what. It was a choice I decided to make. That was exactly what I was just ready to tell you. The lesson that I got from you was not about anything but, because I finally stopped focusing in on the how-to and started really listening to you, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Team Clarity and listen to Marsha, her progression, the undertone of what she was always saying was that I've made a choice, I'm going to be happy. That clicked me. It took me a minute, but that's because I was 
too busy and all that minutia trying to get the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven step formula to how to get there. And when I chilled on that and just started listening to you, I got, I was like, oh, she made the choice that she was going to be happy. And my choice to be happy doesn't necessarily have to be the exact same formula to get there. Right. Oh, well, I got this. Then I made a choice. And then that day I started integrating and now I'm happier. <laughs> Marsha's choice to choose happiness seems so simple, doesn't it? Christina's aha to choose to be happy clearly surprised her. What about you? Do you choose to be happy? Are you happy? As we wrap up part three of our four-part audio series featuring the best content from our Monday, September 11th, 2017 Pay Me What I'm Worth, Blow Your Mind call, take a moment to write down some thoughts and feelings. Bring these notes to our next Monday call. To catch up on all of our classes, just listen to more on-demand classes right here on Pay Radio. For those listening in, that's bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Again, bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Now that you've sampled a bit of our class and you're ready to register, that's easy too. Just come out to pay411.co. Again, pay411.co and you can register anytime. I look forward to hearing you in class. Aloha. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.